And we are live. It's the Identity Crisis Project podcast. And my name is Tim Hotchkiss, along with my partner in crime. What's up, guys? I'm Corey Wise. And we are excited to be back with another episode, a weekend episode, a weekend episode. And I, uh, I know there's been a lot of attention being put on a really troubling matter that's been going on for quite some time in, in this country. And um, what do you think about all that, Corey? It's, yeah, I mean, I think everybody should be able to eat ice cream. I think, you know, it's about time. It is about time. And not just ice cream, all flavors of ice cream. It used to be a chocolate vanilla type of thing. And then they came out with Neapolitan and that just blew everybody's mind. But it doesn't just have to be iced choose. either. Why does it have to be iced? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's taken away from the these water. These are limiting beliefs, right? this is the way the way to talk over each other in case you didn't know that absolutely (laughs) yeah Neapolitan changed it all it made us see that hey there are shades of gray shades of color in fact in between chocolate and vanilla right like it it really it that used to be it (laughs) chocolate and vanilla I'm serious it is true like it and Neapolitan blew it up I remember having Neapolitan it's like you have the best of everything. You had chocolate and vanilla, and by God, you had strawberry in there. And it, it when, was the last you... time, when was the last time you went and bought ice cream? Um, it's been some time. It's been a really long time. Uh, you know what my favorite ice cream is, though? Pistachio. It's almost. Not quite. Butter pecan. I love. Ooh. I love me some butter pecan. I love it. That's a good one. I don't get that. I don't see it very often. I mean, I see it, but it's like an old school, like a like your grandma would get butter pecan. Yeah, just... and we have some we have some frou frou ice cream manufacturers around here that really they put like whole whole size pecans in there. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff. Well, on the goodness. the other thing, the other debate going on. Is what do you mean? The the issue with George Floyd that's coming up. Oh shit. So I Yeah. I was going to bed last night and I saw a notification on my phone that police were gearing up for protests and riots here in Seattle and preparing for potential violent uh, acts. Mm-hmm. And then I got another notification in the morning and um, I, I hadn't fully under, I didn't hear what had, what had been going on. Um, recognized the name, but didn't know the circumstances. Uh, then I saw something on the, the Alexa in the morning about a George Floyd thing. And then I got an email from Bon Appetit that said I closed mm-hmm. my re- restaurant for, for George Floyd. <laughs> and then I went on Insta and saw somebody had posted about how white people need to start acting their part and doing better. Uh-oh. And yeah, it's when I decided to call you and have a chat about it. I know, and you were fired up. You were fired up, and I, I appreciated your opinion on it. And I think it's so easy to follow the trends, follow the thought leaders. You know, I guess that's why they're called thought leaders, because they have opinion that's gotten a little bit of publicity and follow the leader right but let's think let's think right let's think for ourselves a little bit 
that was the thing that got me, that started getting me frazzled this morning as I was just, I'm trying to educate myself on the situation and I'm starting to read through and realizing within these comments and without going directly to the sources, the news sources first, and even there, they're so um, opinionated. But fuck, like they're, the thought leaders are not thought leaders. It's just they're emotion yellers. Like everybody wants to be able to, mm-hmm. not everybody, but I'm seeing a lot of, of people just using this as an opportunity to shout their voice at something that they're emotional about, to stir up emotion. And it doesn't seem like they're actually looking for a resolution. It's just an opportunity to yell about something. Right, right. But there yeah. are some there are some out there that are trying to, you know, be of productive, course. have a product a productive um, dialogue, and, and get people to see the real the real issues that are in play. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Like, what what's going on? Um, it, it's a real tragedy. It's a real tragedy. It's and that's just it. Is what happened was a tragedy. What happened was from from what I saw or, or what like it, what happened was completely inappropriate it was completely a murder um, whether it was because of race is is something to look at uh, I mean I haven't seen the anywhere where the cop straight up said I did it because he was black but it's how quickly it becomes a race issue or a police brutality issue mm-hmm. something's made out of like something bigger is made out of out of the situation like absolutely something has to be done about that situation and it is he got charged with murder Mm -hmm. but it's escalation right it's the inciting of of you know payback it's almost like yeah it has to be retribution has to be paid you know and the only way to, to pay it back is to destroy yeah and that was a conversation i had this morning earlier was about how back in the day when when there was a a large protest against something that a a countrywide movement of when Martin Luther King came out he was in a suit and tie it was very professional when they asked like what are you protesting about he was like well I have a dream like he had something to say with a an intent to to solve a problem and Mm -hmm. if you look at what a protest looked like back then it was I mean, of course, there was violence and things as well. But for the most part, like he put it, it was well put together. And now you look at a protest and it's just a fucking riot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem it doesn't feel like the same same intent of someone standing behind what they truly believe. And moreover, like, I just want to be part of a, an angry mob. I want to yell at somebody. Right, right. It does. It, it just the, the violence um, overshadows it overshadows the tragedy at a point, you know, it, now the focus is on all the violence and all the senselessness and all the pointlessness and the real tragedy in it is overshadowed by it. And, you know, it's, it's just so sad and unfortunate. Let's talk about solutions because this has happened over and over and over. And, um, that's the frustrating thing for me is I, I, I see people are obviously in pain and they're frustrated about this happening. What in the hell is happening to change it? I right. don't know. I've had this inner dialogue with myself. Is it, 
these police officers just have an agenda. They don't have the right psychological profile for this job. They're, you know, they're underpaid in most circumstances, but they're putting their life on the line every single day. You know, are they getting a chip on their shoulder because of that? And they're looking, you know, for opportunities, maybe not intentionally, but at some point, maybe the job, the pressure, the stresses, um, walking them out around with an essentially with essentially a target on your back every day. Does that break you down to the point where this tragedy occurs? Right. And yeah. I think that's just it. It's like people have to ask the questions mm-hmm. and and just keep going without emotion, though. This can't be an emotional thing. There is, a, of course, emotion tied to it because it's a this in itself is a tragedy. It's really sad. But as far as solving a problem, it has to be done without emotion. It has to be done productively and rationally. Like just just getting furious and going in and yelling in the city, burning down a fucking police station. Like, what does that do? What is your intention there? What are you hoping to solve by burning down a police station? Well, it's a very primal response. I mean, it, in some cases, really I think fucking people, stupid response. Well, <laughs> and in, and in some cases, I think people feel as though they have nobody that will listen to them. And the only way to get them to listen is to make them feel pain. And that's a very, you know, uncivilized way to look at it. But, you know, I can see that perspective too. Like I can see both sides of this, but I think it goes back to somebody, um, a group, a, the, the people that maybe, and I'm not trying to find solutions here, but that's, I'm a problem solver. But the, the police unions, the, the, the government officials, need to recognize that these officers are being put in situations um, that are risking their lives, but they're also risking the lives of the people that, you know, they're trying to apprehend or, 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 you know, stop from doing some sort of perceived illegal act. Is there another way? Taking a step back from the actual, this actual event, the, you hit it where people feel like they don't have a voice or, or people feel like they're not being heard. So they're, they're demanding it. And yeah, I get that. But know what your voice is. Yeah. I think that like just screaming Black Lives Matter, it doesn't solve. Of course it does. Who's saying they don't? Like that, who are you saying this to? What are you protesting about? It's I'm, I have half a mind that the a good majority of people who are involved in these protests especially the the erratic violent ones probably don't know everything that's going on or why they're actually protesting probably so probably so and the other part that that's standing out so much is they're protesting the fact that they're protesting the, the rights of of this black man who got murdered so there's Uh, a black issue it becomes a race issue it becomes a police brutality issue a power issue it's there's so many different um or the the, i guess there's not so many there's just a few but things that they're creating into this and at the same time we've got this covid pandemic still going on and there's been over a hundred thousand covid deaths and these people are going in and going against everything and creating a lot more issues with health 
So we're jeopardizing health with these protests with COVID, with the unemployment rates going through the roof the way they are. I think it's at 41 million, something like that. And doing these protests, damaging businesses, it's closing the opportunities for those people to work. So now you're creating problems there. I mean, I don't think it's being thought all the way through. I was just going to say that it's, 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 it's a re they're reacting. People are reacting right. and, and not thinking. And it's a very emotional, it's a hot topic, a hot button issue. It's happened and happened and happened. And it shouldn't, you know, it just shouldn't. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. This is, it's, it's like we are supremely intelligent beings. We have an incredibly um, prosperous society. How can we not fix this? How, how come it's gone on for so long? And the same thing with this people, you know, getting shot with guns that they shouldn't be. It's right. I mean, we, we've got a number of issues here. We've got a public health issue, we've got a criminal justice issue, we've got social disparities. But. I mean, I, this, the way I see it, this isn't a rational way to solve the injustice in a criminal justice system that's abhorrent. Mm -hmm. Violence is mm -hmm. not the answer. It's counterproductive. And it, it just... Right. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think it's the lens through which the people that are involved in it to some extent, and there are people that are just provoking it, to adding gas to the fire but i think it's you know it comes around from education you know understanding that your actions aren't leading to solving the problem or bringing the resolution about of the problem it's actually clouding the issue and putting the attention on you and not on the tragedy and people's energies are put into that stuff instead of coming together let's have a, a nationwide summit on this immediately and and come to some plan of action you know actionable points that can really solve something instead of just right. acting out and you know just stirring the shit you that's it. you nailed it on stirring the shit i think that's the that's i was trying to figure out the, the reason why this was so important to me is i felt a real physical something in me i felt a, i felt very defensive when i was reading these mm -hmm. aggressive comments from even friends of mine who were like white people need to do we as a, as a white community need to do better and i was like what the fuck do i need to do to do better like i i am respectful and um like right. the, the the people i know the, the friends i have like what can i be doing differently and i asked it as an honest question not a defensive one but what what could i be doing different or is there something i'm doing to partake in this and the way that that some of these uh, uh reactive posts are coming out seems like an attack or just just that just an uneducated reaction and right so i think it's the importance that that came up to me is knowing asking these questions for yourself of like who am i and who do i want to be the the re or the the fact that you have a platform on instagram mm -hmm. would you act the same way if you were standing in in public 
would you say these same things in public as you would on Instagram on a social platform where you're distanced? Uh, and if so, cool, like speak your message by all means. But I, I just, I, it doesn't seem like these are truly thought out things where people are trying to solve a problem. It seems like they're trying to take a platform, just like that lady at the dog park when she was walking by and yelled at me for, cause she, she was mistaken, but she yelled at me cause she thought it was my dog that, that jumped on Gunther. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't trying to solve a problem. She just wanted to have a platform to yell at somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like um, if people really wanted to solve the problem, it would have been solved by now. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I, I really, again, I've thought about this in my head about why, you know, police officers are held to a standard you know they're dealing with the public they they have to are they being evaluated psychologically you know it's such a a stressful job i couldn't imagine having to do it you know are we putting people in positions of authority that shouldn't be in those positions um i it's a i think i think it's got to start there and maybe there's a period of time where you need to be cycled out of that position and evaluated and you know put into more of an office situation because it's gonna I I think you know it's just not a natural thing to do I'm not trying to um, justify by any stretch of the imagination what this guy did but I I think um, you know I did this calls to mind a situation oh what was it last year a woman um, thought she was walking into her own own apartment in Texas and shot a black man but she was on the wrong floor (laughs) and do you remember that no yeah yeah no that sounds terrible um, though it is yeah she was on the wrong floor in her apartment complex walked in saw this man and and shot him and he was lawfully in his in his unit and um i don't i don't remember what the outcome of it all i think she was found guilty in the end but you know, you're walking yeah, around on edge all day and you come home and you're just, you react. We're just reacting. We're not thinking through protocols and standards for dealing with situations. We're acting on a very visceral instinct level, you know, when we're not thinking. And it's, and there's just some people that have an ax to grind. You know what I mean? They're bad apples in, in every situation, but. Right. It, it, something you know something has to change right well and that's i mean i, I want to get out that when i laughed just that that wasn't because i thought it was funny it's because it, i was out of shock just so we're clear but that's exactly i know it, it's the, completely ridiculous so you hear that it's story, a ridiculous you're like, thing what the, it's 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 fucking laughable because somebody that's a trained professional as a police officer she was have a the awareness officer. Yeah, she was a police officer coming back home. It's, so, but police officers are still just people. and Right. But I'm just getting to the point that they, instead of working through the process, this police officer reacted. Just reacted. I think, I think the problem here is, is labeling her a police officer and then grouping police officers as a whole against it. Same with, you know, this George Floyd thing. Like, 
I don't know if, if it was a race issue, if it was a, a white guy that this happened to, we, I don't think we'd be having the same results. And if the exact same thing happened, it's still a tragedy, it's still a person's life that was taken. I, I would love to see, I wish instead of it was, you know, a black man got killed or an African black lives, mm -hmm. all lives matter. And that's not offensive, it's just, like once we're able to, to step away from seeing color the way it is, mm -hmm. like as separation, it's, I think that's like step one in, <laughs> in finding solutions. And I know that it's, there's more to it than just don't see color, but I mean, fuck, if every time something happens, a label is attached, like it's just blame. You're looking for blame as opposed, like who can we blame here? We, we can blame police. Right. Why can we blame uh, race war? It was race, race, race related. As opposed right. to looking for I know. situation and be like, how did this guy fuck up? Right. And, but, no, I agree. Anyways, the, uh, yeah, the, my, the point I was trying to make and, and that what came up for me wasn't the, the race as a topic or police as a topic, but just the, the reactions that people have, the, the reactions that I myself found, mm -hmm. instead of feeling an emotional charge and acting on that, ask the questions of like, what makes me upset? And, or what I also, what do I want to focus my time on? I mean, SpaceX launched today. It was NASA's first human space launch in nearly oh. a decade. Did it go off? Did they get it off the ground? Yeah, it was a success. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. I know they delayed it. I know they delayed it. So I was wondering. They did. And it was their spacesuits. Have you seen their spacesuits? No. Google it. They're fucking awesome. They're badass. All right. Yeah, they're super cool. Make you want to be a space guy again. A space man. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, why do we choose to spend our time in such anger as opposed to spending it looking for the good and finding solutions? Instead of blaming people and if you're if you're in a stance of blame somebody else is going to be defensive in a stance of defense mm -hmm. let's work together to, to find a solution not just start yelling at people right and just because there's one bad apple doesn't mean the bunch is right represents yeah. that either that's um, ridiculous people make mistakes across the board people make mistakes and yeah just I mean, tolerance goes a long way. And I know that, that one person, one police officer made a bad fucking call. And in this one, yeah. it's whatever the, the race, a, live, a man's life was taken. And that in itself is a tragedy. But let's focus yeah, on Oh, yeah. It's, it is the worst, worst tragedy right. that you can have, you know? But let's focus on solving problems as the problems are. Let's not make it a race issue and perpetuate something that's, I mean, whether it was there or not in that situation, it's not across the board. All cops aren't racist. And, you know, black lives do matter. All lives do matter. Let's let's get together as a team, right? as a community, as a tribe. Not everybody has to agree on the same ship. Fuck. As, as long as we keep pushing against one another and just finding something to fight about and taking the strong stance, as, as long as it's a hard, fast 
like liberal or Republican. And if you're on the opposing side, I'm not going to listen to you. Uh-huh. As long uh-huh. as we have sides, there will be wars. There will be battles. People will fight. Most More. definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Well, I hope this doesn't um, continue. I, I hope it comes around to a rapid resolution, but... it's. I'm just hoping uh, the protests don't go bananas. Like I said, this this happened in Minneapolis. Here in mm-hmm. Seattle, our police officers here are putting their lives at risk to, to hopefully not have to deal with a violent protest. But either way, right. demonstrators are putting lives at risk, all this COVID stuff. Right. Um, because of what? Like, what's the solution here? If COVID goes back up and people die from that, like, was it worth it? What did you gain? Right. It's just Not much. Right? But Yeah. Yeah. A big waste of time, effort, and energy. But on a positive note, the <laughs> Dragon Capsule is in space. Well, onward and upward, right? <laughs> Literally? <laughs> Literally. That's that's the real. You can't stop um, improving. You can't stop trying. And I think Elon is, uh, he is a absolute magnificent example of not accepting the status quo and not taking no for an answer so you know if he can solve some of the problems that he has and going against the trends and the norms and the automakers and you know right the the problem that we're talking about today the central issue um, about this terrible tragedy is easily solved so right there you have it yeah well, the uh, the thing that at least it, it prompted me to do is to, I, I, like I said, I, I felt an emotional defensive reaction. I felt emotion and I started asking questions. So for me, it was a learning opportunity. Where are these, where's this feeling coming from? Why am I feeling defensive? Right. right. I'm feeling defensive because I feel like people are jumping to conclusions about whites and whatnot, just making it a race thing. Why does it bother me? Because I think it's perpetuating an issue and making something worse than it has to be. And that scares me. So for me, it all comes back to fear. And then what can I do about it? Get on a podcast and talk about my feelings and then, you know, try to be the yeah. best version of myself that I can today. Be a That's right. I mean, that, that, get that message out there. Um, of positivity that you know there's something that you don't agree with and letting people know that hey this is my opinion on it you might not have the same you might have the same and it's it's fine but um you're going to know my position on it yeah right so a great conversation about an issue that yeah, you know, I saw it come up. It, it's hard to miss, obviously. It, it's, it's on, you know, it's taken over. I think it's it's made COVID jealous because, you know, it, it now has a competitor for media time. But, right. you know, this has happened so many times that I'm kind of just numb to it. Like, yeah, it's happened again. Right, it just seems just, like a reason to yell. 
it's just annoying. Yeah, like we haven't found a solution to this yet. And it's gonna be like, oh, some kids get shot with guns again. Like seriously, right. we haven't figured this out yet. Like I'm just annoyed by it because it's like nobody wants to find the fucking solution. They just want it to happen and over and over and over. You know, well, I'm about figuring shit and, out and ending. And yell about the injustice in the process. You're not making it better, you're making it worse. Exactly, exactly. So exactly. in the process, what can we do today? We can be a good person. We can stay six feet apart until this COVID shit dies down. Get through what we can. Work on what we have, the ability to directly impact. And wave at yeah, somebody. Do something. Fucking smile. Yeah. yeah. I was at I was out walking Gunther yesterday. We were going to the dog park and uh there was a guy sitting at a, a larger gentleman sitting in his car in front of a like an old folks home hospital area, whatever. And he saw Gunther and got so excited and guns got excited and ran up to him. And the guy's going banana, like giving guns some pets. Guns just, he's loving it. And I was just nice. I was like, how's your day going, man? He was like, ah, it's so much better now. He's like, I haven't petted a puppy in so long. <laughs> I was like, Fuck, that made my day. And it made his day. And then Guns got some pets, so he was happy too. Like that made me feel so much better than going and yelling at somebody for whatever the fuck I'm, goes against my cause. Yeah, you never hear about a, a kindness riot. Right. <laughs> you know? Maybe there should be. Maybe so. Maybe we can lead that that movement. Hell yeah, we'll start it. Start a kindness protest. Don't be a oh, dick. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, buds. Well, I think that's a good place to end it for today. Well, um, uh, tackling some sensitive topics here on the Identity Crisis Project. And thank you for listening. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, the Identity Crisis Project are the handles. And uh, of course, check out all of our episodes of our podcast. They're on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify. There's other platforms too. Yeah, everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah, check it out, like, subscribe, and... Go to, uh, dude, go to the Facebook page, Identity Crisis Project, and tell us what you think. Was I wrong? Am I right? Share your thoughts. It's... I know you have opinions. I know you all have opinions. I'd love to hear more about this and and hear what people think. And you know what this is... So, just to put a bow on this, this is really cool because I know in talking with you through the podcast, offline on the podcast, um, you sharing your opinion about this I think is really really profound and really cool um, to just let that out and let the, the chips fall where they may I think that's um, pretty courageous on your part so I applaud you oh, thanks man I'm not I'm not saying I'm right I'm not saying I'm wrong but I'm saying no it doesn't that, matter you're just yeah, you're I, just letting people know where you stand I'm willing to talk about it yeah very cool all right until next time like this, share I'm this. Go make I'm a uh, post on <laughs> on Facebook. Tim's out. I am too. Later, guys. Bye.